0: We've got a brand new segment, info on rice farmer payments, and a whole lot more happening right now.
1: You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to
0: you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation. All righty. It's Thursday. And you We're know what here. that means. Yeah. We you are look cozy.
1: Here. Man, I, I came prepared <laughs> this time. You know, I'm kind of a, a bigger guy and I, I enjoy the cold weather. But yeah, yeah. It's too cold down here. I it's- had to bring a big jacket dude if i had a pair of gloves right now they
0: would be on my oh my god we'd have to fight for them they i mean my hands are freezing um it's chilly we talked about that last week too yeah i guess we'll that'll be a recurring theme on the show but um see how big our jackets get you know as the shows go on (laughs) No, no doubt well and i already underdressed for the weather today it's like I walked outside. I'm like, ah, eh, it's gonna be, you know, it's been summer all yeah. January. So Well, they're calling for
1: uh, uh, more wintry weather at the end of the week, potentially. Really? Yeah. Oh
0: my gosh. Well, I don't know, man. It's it's I don't know what to do with the weather, but um, we didn't get any severe weather yesterday, like we were supposed to. I don't Luckily, think, and, yeah. yeah. So anyway, we lucked out. Uh, we do have a special guest on the show today. Uh, producer extraordinaire, <laughs> Jenny Higgs is with us,
2: killing it. Wait, where's my intro? Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. yeah. I'm here, you look y'all. like you're ready for a DJ set at Coachella. You know,
2: I'm trying to be as professional <laughs> as possible right now because I got notified about this about 20 minutes ago, and no. so far I've screwed up two of the ones I produced. So you know. No, also, you're... how does Brian stand up this whole entire time? He
0: stands all day. So she's, so it's the Maybe part of it. It's messed up. Yeah,
2: I don't know if I can make it though well way. you
0: know you you bought a you you got a standing desk for your office mm-hmm. but i don't know the last time i saw you stand up <laughs> i was really so. i was really committed <laughs> like, is that a new year's resolution year? no it was like last no, year she bought mid-year. this thing last summer ah. it was like for two weeks and I, yeah. was,
2: I was really into it and then there is i guess like at the end of the year you're just so drained and yeah you're like man life's rough i'm yeah. just gonna sit
1: Roundabout thanksgiving well she if, just gave up if you get tired of it i've got room for it in my office it's pretty heavy yeah.
2: no i think one day i'll stand again okay
1: we'll, we'll see this is your warm-up practice we'll, we'll keep monitoring I'll that y'all know how it goes.
0: yeah yeah oh anyway good to have you thanks for uh making the time to uh produce today yeah of course um, appreciate that uh it, there's a special birthday today not in this room my niece Maybe. Yes. Happy birthday to your niece. All right. That's what I thought y'all were gonna Yeah, give her a out, shout out. So. Well, this yes, is Happy Birthday. Someone more on the on the celebrity scale. Okay. That was good. Watch uh, your words. some may say the I don't know if she has a title. It's a female. Uh She's I would like, say the queen of country music.
2: I would say the mother Teresa of Country Music. Oh
0: Mother Teresa. Dude, of country, country Music. music. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Do you uh it's uh any guesses uh, just based on that description? I oh, mean, yeah, I know the answer so. Okay. <laughs> he read the script. he yeah. actually reads the script? Yeah, know? he does. Uh Dolly Parton, happy birthday. Dolly Parton, 77 years right. old. I held back from hitting the I appreciate clapper, that. But I really yeah. Wanted it. Yeah, yep, it's Dolly Parton's birthday. Um you did you know Dolly Parton grew up on a farm? Mm. Her uh according to the internet, her Dad was a sharecropper and eventually owned his own tobacco farm uh, in Tennessee. Huh. Cool. So pretty interesting. I have a question for you. What is your favorite Dolly Parton song?
2: Uh, I thought you were going to say, what's your favorite, like, tobacco? No. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> come like, weird question, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Dolly Parton do you have a Do you have a favorite uh, Dolly Parton Yeah, song? 9 to 5. Yeah, 9 to 5. All day. Yeah, all yeah. day. Because, you know, it's for the people. Yeah. And you feel that. And also, I think about that one movie yeah. that it was premiered in. It was probably called 9-5. It was. Okay, cool. So, mm -hmm, that one.
0: Some might say (laughs) it was possibly written for that movie.
2: Some might. Some (laughs) might. It's crazy how those things work.
1: Uh, Do you have a favorite Dolly Parton song? uh, Yeah, maybe a little odd, but I do like Jolene. Jolene is a star. She's got that sound, you know,
0: that I really like. Yeah, it's good. Did you know Dolly Parton wrote... Uh, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. I did, actually. I did not know that. Because she
2: came out with her version.
0: After, I think.
2: Probably after, yeah. But uh, I did know that. Yeah. I think she wrote it, wanted to sing it herself, but then she was like, no, this is meant for someone else. Yeah. Actually, I could have just made all that up, too, so.
0: But. Sounds good. But. Thank the you. the fact that she wrote that song and then obviously Whitney Houston made it popular and
2: well, in the bodyguard. She's written, written quite a few songs yeah, for people yeah. that people may not know.
0: Yeah. Uh anyway, happy birthday, Dolly Parton. My wife's a big fan. We went to Nashville last year and we stayed at the graduate hotel out oh, there, cool. which is Dolly Parton themed. She owns oh, it. She okay. owns that one. So it's like there's this portrait of yeah. Dolly over there. You've the been to Dollywood? And, no, I've not. I have. How is it? Where is Dollywood? It's great. Uh, it's like Eastern Higeon Tennessee. Pigeon Forge, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah.
2: It's Eastern Tennessee, but, I mean, it's it's good.
1: That Gatlinburg area. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've been yeah. through there. All right. Uh, I will say there's one more birthday. Our okay. new admin, Tasha. Oh, okay. Happy birthday, nice. Tasha? Yeah. happy birthday, Tasha. Yeah. Happy birthday, Tasha. Yeah. Tasha. Oh, and good so to nice. have you. Yeah. Thank um, you for all too. your
0: work. Yeah. That's awesome. So good nice. call, John. John. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's awesome. That's Moving on, speaking of dates, important dates and things, uh, the Arkansas Grown Conference. It's almost here. Uh, yeah, you are heading up the show for us. Yep. And yep. that is happening, is it next week?
1: Yeah, 25th to the 28th. Okay. Uh, trade show will start on the 26th, I believe. Featuring, boom. Yep. Yours truly, we'll, the Arkansas AdCast. We'll be live. I say featuring. Oh, I, mean,
0: I yeah. don't know if anybody's featuring us, but we will be there. Yeah. Broadcasting yep. from the trade
1: show. Uh, and, well, I mean, what's this event about? Local foods. Yeah. Um, Arkansas Grown, yeah, I mean, everybody knows the Arkansas Grown label. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. There's also the Arkansas Made label, but this one's m- more focused on oh. Arkansas Grown. Uh, and it also is going to take the place some old, you know, uh, uh, specialty crop, uh, conferences, meetings, meetings and stuff, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's bringing a lot of associations into the same, you know, building roof, same, uh, opportunity to network and, Learn more about, you know, how we can progress within the the industry here in the state. Awesome. Well, that is happening, like you said, January 25th through the 28th at the Embassy
0: Suites here in Little Rock. And, uh, and it is sold out. Oh, sold yeah. out. Oh, yes. so don't try they, and go.
1: They announced yesterday that the registration's full. Man, that is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool.
0: Well, uh, we'll be there broadcasting, uh, as you said, uh, the ICAST cast uh, a week from today. Thursday and, um, yeah, hope to see you there.
1: Hopefully we'll have some people from the planning committee or something that, or the department of agriculture that we can interview too. Yeah. So yeah, I hope so. Look forward to that. Talk a little bit more about the show then.
0: Um, also coming up January 31st, uh, our winter commodity meetings, um, if you're supposed to be there, you probably know about it already, but if you're, if you're involved in one of the commodity divisions here at Farm Bureau, uh, we want to see you there
1: that's happening again January 31st yep registration starts today lunch at 11:30 uh, 11 o'clock dr. John Newton will be speaking in the general oh, nice. uh, at lunch uh, our keynote speaker uh, and then we'll have of course our division meetings through the morning and then lunch with John Newton and then the rest of our meetings that afternoon yeah so uh, this will kind of be the beginning of our policy development. Uh, and we'll have a kind of a recap of what we did last year within the, each division, yeah. And then also what we plan on, you know, discussions on what we need to do going forward for this coming year.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Uh, John Newton, economist for the Senate Ag GOP, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. oh, he came there from American Farm Bureau. Great mm-hmm. guy knows a ton Very about smart. farm economy and things like that. So that's that's a good one. You don't want to miss it. Probably worth no. it just for that. Oh yeah.
1: And is it will our small ruminant division oh, be meeting absolutely. for the first yeah. time? I, thanks that... for bring that up. Small room net division, this will be the first time that it has ever met. Um I'm not sure what time it'll be in the morning and afternoon. Uh-huh. It's already said I just don't have the calendar in front of me. Yeah, sure. Or schedule. Uh but yeah, that that's, that's a, a new division, man. That that's pretty exciting. I've only been here three years. Now we already have a I a think the division. first division in 15 years or something. Don't quote me on that, but like something like 15 years. I'm not real years. sure, but yeah. uh, that just goes to show you how much small ruminant productions goats and sheep has ramped up in the state.
0: Big deal, man. Big deal. So cool, uh, which was also a result of the policy process yes. um, this year. Yep. So I think the last thing I've got is the ag census deadline, starting to see a huge push on this. Um, we've talked about it the past couple of weeks, but... Uh, please participate in this. It, it gets your voice heard. It gets the data um, that you're experiencing on your farm out there. Um, if, you're, if you're a farmer, you've heard of the ag census before. You don't need to hear any more from me. But uh, February 6th is the deadline this year. Uh, NASS.usda.gov forward slash ag census. Or I bet you can just Google 2023 ag census and
1: find it somewhere. Um, so go fill that out. Yeah. Like I said last week, we... The more participation in that we get, the better. Yeah, that's a, a, yeah,
0: that's the truth. All right. Well, uh, we promised at the opening of the show that we'd have a new uh, segment this week, and uh, that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to, you know, we're going to have this segment in place for the foreseeable future, really through at least the general uh, session, the legislative session that's going on right now. We talked a lot about that last week. Um, that general session's moving and 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 progressing on, yeah, Here in Arkansas, we'd l- uh, really just like to keep you informed about the activities that impact you um, that are happening down there. So it's my pleasure to share the inaugural ARFB legislative update segment. Uh, that's a working title, but um, that's what we'll call it for we'll, today. We'll
2: figure out an intro at some
0: point. For yeah, time. that's what we should. We need a we need a like a Sunday, Sunday, Sunday yeah, yeah, for yeah. for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we just found our voiceover. Um, all right. We kicked off the week with a holiday, but uh, both chambers and the house convened on Tuesday. On Wednesday, the house insurance and, Co- and commerce committee met to discuss house bill one zero four nine sponsored by representative Stephen Meeks, a Republican of Greenbrier. Uh, this one has implications for financial institutions and insurance providers as well. So our team will be watching it closely. Uh, more details on that uh, as, it, as it moves on. Uh, moving on to bills that align with our policy priorities, uh, which are set by our members, uh, let's take a look at House Bill 1003, sponsored by Representative uh, Julie Mayberry, Republican of Hens- Hensley, and Representative Denise Garner, Democrat of Fayetteville. Uh, this bill would create an income tax credit for beginning farmers and owners who sell or rent agricultural assets to beginning farmers and aligns with the policy that we have supporting a tax incentive for established farmers and landowners selling or transferring assets to a younger beginning farmer. Yeah. So almost aligns directly there. This bill has been referred to the house revenue and taxation committee, and we will continue to watch that. Uh, There are a number of other bills that we're watching that address tax deductions, income tax, and other issues with taxes that we'll continue to give updates on each week until then if you have any questions or want to learn more about our work at the capitol reach out to mark lambert he's director of state affairs here at arkansas farm bureau uh mark has been at the capitol every day he's in these committee meetings he's he's in the house and senate uh, meetings and things like that um so we're we're tracking this and we hope that this is a helpful um setup for you um uh, A segment for you uh,
1: on the podcast. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Being a farmer deal, I mean, it's getting into farming these days is not easy. Yeah, you know, and 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 every little bit you can get is going to be a big assistance. Yeah,
0: it'll be a big help, and hopefully, uh, help
1: introduce some folks to the industry.
0: Well, how about we move
1: on to some news? Yeah, well, Uh we have a lot to share today. Let's go ahead and get to it. All right. Last week, uh, Jake Cartwright attended the Arkansas Livestock and Poultry Commission meeting in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Where some key updates were given regarding state meat inspection as well as avian influenza. As you all will recall, Farm Bureau was heavily involved in passing legislation uh, that reinstated the Arkansas State Meat Inspection Program. Mm-hmm. The program has then the program was then signed into action on October fourth, twenty twenty two. Since then, the Department of Agriculture has been busy organizing the program and making sure they meet required standards such as food safety, fun. Pun intended. No,
2: well, you know what? Producing this is such a gym. <laughs> just to see the the comedic aspect of everything. Yeah. Well, Keep it
1: going. was announced at the meeting that two inspectors have been hired and are currently going through training with the USDA Food Safety Inspection Service. Along with the inspectors, the program currently has two facilities in the state uh, signed up, with several more facilities interested in joining. Nice. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 hope you know i'm I'm excited to see that they've they've made two uh hires there yeah. uh, we've been waiting on that for a few years as well as uh you know what facilities were gonna come up and how many so yeah uh and it sounds like we got more coming too yeah, nice, so with the addition of arkansas twenty nine states now participate in the m p i meat and poultry inspection program. Mm. USDA FSIS, or Food Safety Inspection Service, provides up to 50% of the state's operating funds as well as training and other assistance. In the states with MPI, MPI programs, establishments have the option to apply for federal or state inspection, but product produced under the state inspection is limited to interstate commerce unless the producing establishment participates in the Cooperative Interstate Shipment Program. So that was kind of one question we had We you know, going into the, you know, um, legislative issues was how do we sell that beef across state lines? And I think that's still kind of in the works. Yeah. Sounds like it. Avian influenza was another topic that was uh, brought up at the meeting. Mm -hmm. Uh, This has been an issue here in Arkansas and has and as of January 18th, 2023, which just a few days ago, there are no active cases in the state. Mm -hmm. Also the Northwest Arkansas commercial poultry facility impacted in 2022 is now cleared and restocked and back to production. The only remaining flocks on quarantine are two backyard flocks, so nothing okay, commercial. Yeah, uh, those will be cleared in February and March. The Department of Agriculture is currently working on sourcing translators to help spread AI information to producers who are not fluent in English. Okay. Uh, the National Poultry Improvement Program reported that they have returned to an in-person inspection of facilities. They've also created a hotline for people to report cases of sick or potentially infected poultry and, uh, and wild birds. That number is 501-823-1746. Super important that if you if you if you see something you report it yeah. and and and
0: let them know. Absolutely. Cool. I bet we can share that uh, number on social media too and and so folks can have easy access to that. Um a big follow-up on uh, to some exciting news from Arkansas State University came this week and potentially, uh, of course, great news for the state's ag industry too. Uh, picking back up on an announcement uh, that it made nearly three years ago, uh, Arkansas State announced its renewed focus on opening a veterinary program for the state. At a, at a press conference from Jonesboro, Chancellor Todd Shields announced the school will move forward uh, with plans to file uh, a letter of intent to establish the College of Veterinary Medicine with the State Department of Higher Education in the coming months. Mm. Uh, yeah, Once the school receives approval from the Higher Learning Commission, the university in Jonesboro would then select a dean and pursue accreditation from the American Veterinary Medical Association. Yeah. Uh, currently, the university is working uh, with its governing body for graduate programs to develop a curriculum Uh, The program will likely be a three-year model that includes uh, clinical education and off-site specialists instead of a traditional teaching hospital on campus. The school is planning for an initial cohort of 120 students. Wow. Um, Currently, there are no veterinary schools in Arkansas, uh, but Lyon College announced plans to launch a veterinary school in April of last year. Uh, we'll continue tracking the progress of both of these projects and, and report back on it here. There'll be two uh, in the state. Yeah, two more. from zero to two. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's pretty, I mean, it's a huge deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was uh, one of the big issues in policy discussion this year, yeah. was not having enough vets in the state uh, and the VEC tech issue as well.
0: Yeah, we, we were, Matthew and I were on a farm this summer uh, in Independence County, and they just got a, a mobile up there yeah. and um I mean I think she stays booked uh and but she you know they were talking about driving two hours sometimes to see a vet I, don't doubt I mean it. and and of course there's been changes to the um uh I say medication but you know treatment of yep. animals and how mm-hmm. you ha- you know gotta have a, a pharmacist to get that medication and, yeah antibiotics yes. and things like that so anyway I, we I ha- I hope, and I'm sure everybody here feels the same way, but that there's some sort of focus uh, on large animal uh, vets and 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 production agriculture um,
1: coming out of
0: one, if if not both of these yeah. programs. Yeah, you know, we've so, got a
1: lot of vets in the state with just for pets, you know, just but yeah. not enough about large dog, dog and cat vets. Yeah. all day.
0: Yeah, but uh, anyway, well, let's take a quick break from the news for a moment to hear. A bit about resources available to Farm Bureau members during this all-important political season that we mentioned earlier.
1: That's right. If you listen to the show, you know the General Assembly kicked off a new legislative session, and our team here at Farm Bureau has built a library of resources for ta- taking the news from the Capitol and engaging with your elected officials. Yeah, that's right.
0: And if you'd like to stay up to date with all the action at the State Capitol, sign up for our bi-weekly legislative updates by texting ARFB to 52866. To access our full political directory, which includes all elected officials in the state and their contact information, check out arkelect.com where you'll find that and much more.
1: Awesome. Well, all right. Let's get back to the news. Yep. As mentioned here before, last month, President Biden signed the fiscal year omnibus appropriations bill, which includes $250 million in funding for a one-time payment to Rice producers. And, and since that time, producers have had a lot of questions. To help answer those questions, last week, Hunter Byram, Assistant Professor and Extension Economist, Jared Harkey, Extension Rice Economist, Mm. and Harrison Pittman, Director of the National Agricultural Law Center, published a fact sheet for the U of A System Division of Ag that serves as a frequently asked questions tool with lots of answers. Byram said, we know there would be a lot of questions and we wanted to have ready information for Arkansas rice farmers to make sound decisions for the 2023 growing season. Nice. Jared Harkey urged farmers to stay stay in the know and be cautious with payment expectations. While this assistance will be key to growers from remaining profitable, caution should also be exercised regarding expectations about how much each grower will receive and how that impacts their planning and operation for the 2023 season, Harkey said. Mm. To access the fact sheet, you can go to uaex.uada.edu and search the fact sheet number F, as in Frank, S, as in Sierra, right? A, I as in see. Alpha, and 6, 8. I'm so terrible at that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's also posted on their Twitter account, and we shared it on Twitter this morning as well. Nice. Uh, also, should mention, Senator John Bozeman was a big help with opening up this money to the rice producers, mm-hmm. and for his efforts, Arkansas Farm Bureau President Rich Hillman wrote a letter to the senator thanking him for his hard work. In that letter, he also encouraged the senator to remain diligent in the in, in the rulemaking process, ensuring that this money comes back to the producers who grow and harvest the crop. Yep, super important yeah. there, uh, man. This I think the amount,
0: um, yeah, as you mentioned, is two hundred fifty million. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, help well needed for um, financial support um, for the rising input costs, or really the historic. Historically high
1: input costs last year, so good to see it. Yeah, and yeah. if you go into that fact sheet, you'll see where uh, their plans are on how to pay it out, okay. what those payments are based on. Oh no, nice. I won't go into detail here, but sure, uh, yeah, it's all in that fact sheet. It's a really nice tool. Yeah, good, good
0: one. All right, well, we'll round out today with some disappointing news for the Arkansas labor force and, and timber industry. Mm. Uh, Structureland Mass Timber Co- uh, Corporation, a timber manufacturer based in Canada. Announced this week that it will be suspending operations at its Conway facility and laying off workers. The company points to the loss of a, quote, major client, end quote, for the decision. Uh, it's unclear oh, sorry. It's unclear how many will lose their jobs, but based on reporting from Arkansas Business, uh, about 130 people work at the facility, which opened in 2021. Oh, yeah. yeah. Structure Lamb did not give specifics, but said it has been uh, released from an exclusive production agreement and able to make take on new uh, customers. Their CEO, Matthew Carmel, said uh, more than 1 million cubic feet of annual production capacity is now available for blue lamb and cross-laminated timber or CLT uh, products. The latter product uh, that cross-laminated timber uh, has been growing in popularity in the U.S. and mm-hmm. Europe. Yep, uh, Structure Lamb said it chose to make Conway the focus of its U.S. expansion because of the city's
1: uh, proximity to Arkansas forest land so that's it's tough to hear you I know. know I've been in that facility for and it is top notch yeah you know? and uh for the forestry industry we were looking really looking forward to that being another opportunity for us to you know grow the industry in the state and try to be more competitive so I, I, I'm I yeah. don't know yeah well I mean a little worried uh you know operations suspended yeah that's
0: not necessarily a permanent thing and I think uh with opportunity and like 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 we said with the rising yep. um interest in this product the clt product um hopefully somebody will come in and say we want to want to buy that product surely so, we got plenty um, of uh timber out there to produce it conway sits on i-40 east mm-hmm. and west so yep. you know i mean hopefully uh hopefully they can they can get moving again soon so all right well that's the news uh i love, six.
2: I love how y'all had like the most depressing thing to announce, and they are like, and to Jenny now. Turn it
0: around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bring it back up. Uh, yeah.
0: I
2: don't know if I'm going to bring it back up.
0: So but- do you watch... Do you watch the show? Do, or do you yeah, listen? Do you know, you know get, what happens here? I
2: am hired here. I'm paid here. So part of my job is knowing what content goes out. And yes, Jason, I watch the show. Apparently not well enough to know when to speak and when not to speak. Oh, my I'm goodness. On.
1: Come on. I don't take it so personal. Yeah. Everything's personal around here, Brad. Everything. So sensitive. Everything, Everything Brad. Oh,
2: my goodness. I gosh, did know, though, funny. when I found out. You know, 30 minutes before this started, I got a a quick little rundown from Jason that said, hey, listen, Brian comes with these facts or he'll come with this trivia or it's like out there, like all this kind of stuff. So like you got to come with something and I'm like, okay. I always stay ready, right? Always stay ready. Yeah, um, you always got
1: trivia in your pocket, ready to go. Yeah, huh?
2: not really. I had to Google it, but I got something. <laughs> and if She's this is already been. Google. She's I'm ready to Google. She's ready always this. stay ready to Google. <laughs> there you go. That's how I live my life. <laughs> That's how I remodel we have these my things house. In our pockets
1: that can tell us <laughs> always, information. Always yeah, stay ready. Yeah.
2: Um. So if Brian's already like said this stuff Uh uh-huh just let's all act like he hasn't or at least just be like that's cool jenny for sure we can do that thank you
0: brian also would have said a couple funny things here already
2: uh were y'all not laughing uh since i've been talking all we've been doing is laughing (laughs) so (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't know bro um all right so uh what is the longest recorded flight by a chicken
0: Stop it. <laughs> the longest recorded flight of a chicken? Yo, this is real. <laughs> this is real. Who recorded me, this? Me. All right, it, <laughs> hey, you, I'm, it'd I'm be helpful s- if maybe it had ag-related. S- <laughs> what's the longest recorded flight of a chicken?
2: <laughs> it's, it's poultry, not in the ag industry. Uh. Yes, it is. You said, come with my own thing. Weird farm facts is where I'm at.
1: 15 was, was it, seconds. Was it dropped out of a tree, like?
2: No, it's like literally like all the, okay, like, took like obviously they don't uh, they don't fly fly fly. Is but this like, distance or time? Well, I've got two. I've got a distance and a time. Oh, so I thought we were me, going time. Go time. You yeah, said 15, fifteen seconds. What you got?
1: Time. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna guess fifteen, so I'll go fourteen seconds. Oh, dollar. Well,
2: but you know, you are close. It's thirteen. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I'll go um, a dollar by one dollar. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny. It's like you don't see him soaring above the treetops, but uh, yeah. But you want to. know, how far the furthest they've flown like
0: yeah yes separate from the 13 seconds i guess
2: i think so i don't really know
0: oh gosh i don't know 20 feet
1: uh, i don't know 15
0: yeah
2: y'all 301 feet
1: oh in 13 seconds that's mock speed
2: <laughs> like literally, the
0: longest time that could have taken is 13 seconds, it's right? Per, Even if it's not the same it chicken. Says
2: perhaps the more interest in the longest ever recorded distance a chicken has covered in flight is 301 feet. Now, <laughs> hey, you don't seconds. need to go high to go you're far. You're an
0: economist. What's the math? How many feet per second is that?
1: If you assume uh, that's uh, also the longest put, time flight, you're putting me on the spot. You gotta Y'all, listen. Don't you don't anymore. have to go high. 301 feet. feet. Yeah,
2: maybe it's just like. Grazed along. Maybe it got so scared so bad it just three hundred feet. There it went. Maybe it
1: had a tailwind.
2: Yeah. Maybe it had a speed. You're telling me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I'm. I did the math. Twenty three feet per second. That chicken was moving, dude. Don't believe it. Twenty three feet per Uh, second. Believe it. (laughs) Anyway, it's the internet. Anyway, whatever. All right. Yeah.
2: All right, Okay, here's my next one.
0: <laughs> God, 23. That's <laughs> the fastest chicken. Oh it's my, my gosh. next
2: one. Uh, <laughs> this, Y'all are going to hate this. How fast can a pig run a mile? <laughs> <laughs> how fast? <laughs> can a Wait
1: a second. What, what did you? <laughs>
2: did you, you how fast
0: can a me? pig <laughs> run a mile? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I just did the conversion. 23 feet per second is 15 miles an hour. That chicken possible. can fly 15 miles but an hour. It,
2: think about it. All right, y'all. All right, if y'all so have let's get back chicken, to wait, Let's get well, back but to real that. Real quick, real quick. If y'all have chickens that are really flying out there. That chicken would
0: speed <laughs> through a school zone.
2: Listen, if y'all have chickens that are really flying out there, please take a video and comment on this video online. Yeah. Of that chicken flying. Show us. I prove, it. prove this. Show please, us flying chickens. Someone, please. Yeah. On Facebook. Check so the, out. How
0: fast can a pig run?
2: No, a mile. Like, how fast can a pig run a mile? Time. Uh, Yeah. So just take the average mile, like mm. how fast. So think about yourself. Mm,
0: fifteen minutes. <laughs> I got a solid fifteen minute mile. And think about a pig. I think a pig could do it in twelve. Okay. Yeah,
1: mm. I, I, I'll, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> you bid a dollar again. <laughs> yeah, I'll bid a dollar again, and I'll say twelve oh one. Everyone hated him <laughs> on the prices right. I know. It. I know. N-O-I-I. it. Everyone hates your prices. I know. Price it. It. I'm right. just feeling real lazy Y'all, today. Get
2: this, pigs. Yeah? Can okay. run a mile in seven minutes. Oh, seven wow. minutes.
1: They have two more legs than you do, <laughs> Dude. so double the seven speed. Minutes? It says,
2: "Did you know, average runner can cover between a mile between seven to ten minutes, which would yeah. be accurate." Yeah. Um. If you're new to running, you'll probably take you around twelve to fifteen, mm-hmm. or just Jason the or l- if is if always living me. in fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> and as it turns out, pigs can run a mile in seven minutes. That means your odds of winning a race against a pig may be lower. Any you thought, yeah. Go I'm, hogs, <laughs> yeah,
0: dude. I'm not, I'm not keeping up with that pig.
2: Go show. hogs. So I mean, <laughs> I can give y'all one more, or if y'all are like Jenny, we're done with this nonsense. I would
1: imagine a feral hog would be able to run faster, right? No, Probably for sure. So if you caught yourself minutes, in a situation,
2: well, they, I mean, feral hogs, like everyone talks about, like how I need to get better. They'll take your legs is. out too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. All right, one more, one all right, more. All right. We'll be, we'll fine. be quick. Fine, fine, fine. Um. How many miles of flight does it take for a beehive to make 1 pound of honey?
0: Ooh. Miles of am fl- try- miles of flight to 1 pound of honey? Oh, oh, oh. oh. How Can many bees? How many like bringing the pollen back? Just a hive, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. like a oh, hive a to hive. make it. A- oh, I bet you that's high, like Four hundred, which means John will say three hundred and ninety nine. I'll say
2: he'll two. say
0: 400.1. Four, <laughs> yeah. Four hundred miles. I don't know. I'll say a hundred.
2: All right. It takes one hive of bees, fifty five thousand miles of flight to oh produce one gosh. pound of honey.
1: So off. Dude. That's a credible. Terrible of guess work. that was. Bees are Incredible.
2: It says what is even more shocking though is that it takes approximately two million flowers for bees to produce that one pound of honey. Wow. Fortunately, bees can fly up to fifteen miles per hour, just like that chicken. Yeah. Fifteen miles per hour, which allows them to go from flower to flower in a relatively short amount of time. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Fifty
0: five thousand yeah. miles of flight yeah. for one pound of honey. For sure. It's impressive. Appreciate that honey. Yeah. Um, um
2: but again, if your chickens are taking flight, please comment that video.
0: Please. I want to see a fifteen mile an hour chicken. I'm gonna oh, be yeah, thinking about that all day. I think they can run 15 <laughs> I'm miles YouTube an hour.
2: Actually, just to see. <laughs>
0: Please. Oh my gosh! I'll comment it right.
2: myself. Anyways, you, you'll just
0: drop your own video in there.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: Oh my gosh! Well, uh, Jenny, thanks for being on the show today. Things got out of hand. That well, that was awesome.
2: That's pretty much how it always goes when I'm involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: if you don't remember the old school J and J, where we just free random, random ag facts. All right, all Third right, time. that wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas AdCast. We're grateful for you
1: taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch the video production every Thursday at 4 p.m. on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version later on iTunes or Spotify. And make sure to leave us a review when you have two extra minutes. Yep. The, The Arkansas AdCast is brought to you by
0: Arkansas Farm Bureau and hosted by me, Jason Brown. And me, John McMinn. And we'll see you next week.